0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast.
1: Guess who I am? Guess who I am? I'm your co host,
0: Dr. Monica Ogando.
1: And I'm Amy Walker. And be prepared for an all out brawl on today's show because. <laughs> Uh, Monica just told me that she has big plans to be the contrarian. Mm. So oh <laughs> let's bring it let's bring in it. the ring today. In oh. one corner, Amy Walker, goal achievement extraordinaire. And on the other side, Dr. Monica Ogondo, who thinks what about goal she's, achievement? She's
0: the flow. She's the flow. Special. She's the flow.
1: Yes. Um, I, Monica is my flow. I love it. Well, so I, I love this topic of goal achievement and I have so many things that I have grown in my understanding of. And the mm-hmm. very first thing that I want to talk about is making sure that you're actually focusing on the right goals for you. The right, right goals at right the right step, season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My musical tourette was acting. <laughs> <laughs> so I, used to set goals, um, by looking around and seeing what everyone else was doing. And then Mm. my goals were pretty comparative and they were external focused instead of internal focused. Mm -hmm. So when I am setting goals, I find that there needs to be an intersectionality with higher purpose. Mm -hmm. So for me, that means my will and God's will, where do they intersect? Where do my desires intersect with God's desires for my life? Mm -hmm. For my clients that are not uh, people of faith, it's where does their desire intersect with the greater good of humanity or their community or their family or something. But there has to be some sort of alignment between what you want and what your purpose is on earth in order for us to really go through the hard to get to the other end. Cause yeah. otherwise what happens is you get in the middle and you're in that messy part where it's hard and nothing's working. And it is so easy to be like, I don't really need that lake house anyway. Like I, my house is fine. You know, it's yes. okay. I, I didn't really need a new car. What I'm driving is good. Yes. Um, and, and we, we level things down when it gets hard, if there's not something greater to push through, mm-hmm. but also if you're just working for the greater good and the greater purpose, and there's not some sense of like, I genuinely desire this and want this. Then you end up the martyr who does everything without joy <laughs> and mm. you're not really going to get there either.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I do have a little
0: bit of a different take on it. Ms. Amy. Uh, because where
1: it's, this is where it's brawl town, brawl town, USA. (laughs) She's
0: got her gloves. She's got her gloves. Um, because I think that just like in the Bible, it says for everything, there is a season. Mm -hmm. I believe that when I am in alignment with my seasons, I can more effectively produce results of, or towards my goals than if I'm just kind of like swimming upstream. And here's what I mean by that. First, you said, make sure that your goals are aligned, you know, with mm-hmm. what, you know, um, the greater good or with what God wants, et cetera, et cetera. I believe that when I am properly identified as my higher self, as the best version of myself, that, um, that my goals or my desires are of the father. In fact, the word desire means of the father. And so for me, when I am aligned with my highest self, I, my will and my father's will are one when you see me, you see the father, um, at least from that position, right? And so when I am operating from that assumption, when I'm um, operating from that position, then I have to think about what are the ego reasons why I would want X, Y, Z? Just like when you and I created our partnership with our podcast, one of the things that we said was the best time to plan for a divorce is when you're in the honeymoon stage. In the same way, when you're in this dreaming stage, and this vision place of like this thing that I want. What would be some of the obstacles that would take you, that would derail you, that would sabotage it, that would um, decoy, that would get in the way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, including some of the ego reasons. Because here's what I have learned from my experience in my 23 years of living: <laughs> is that <laughs> that's a joke, everybody. <laughs> um, is that sometimes I can start out with really, really good intentions. And I'm like, I'm aligned. This is my self. And this is what God wants. And let's go. And, and then God pivots. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You and I had an agreement. We said we we're going to go after this million dollars. We said we were going to go after you know right. this house or this husband or this blah, 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 blah. And I will ignore the pivot. Mm-hmm. Because my ego's like, but this looks so good. And this would be status and this would make you feel accomplished and this would make you feel like a badass and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if I already know that I feel like a badass based on my identity and not based on status or achievement, then I would be okay with pivots. But if I'm depending on an external validation in order to cement my identity, then I would go after certain achievements because I'm missing yeah. that internal focus, uh, locus of control, locus of identity. I've been
1: there before. Yeah. where you're like so bent on staying the course. In my mind this is what it looks like. It's like God gives you a bike with training wheels and he's like, "Okay, go ride this." And then you start riding that and then he offers you, you know, like a bike without training wheels and you're like, "No. I am riding this training wheels." And then he offers you, you know, like a motorized scooter and you're like, "No. Mm-hmm. I am riding this bike." And <laughs> you know like every mm-hmm. in my mind my destination is determined. Mm-hmm. I might not see all of it yet, right? Like I don't have the full vision of what every moment of my life is going to look like, but I know where I'm going and I know who I'm becoming. Yeah. And so that destination is determined. All the stops along the way, how I get there, that's all in movement and that's all in flow. And every time I've been asked to pivot, It's actually been a faster vehicle that's been brought to me, but I have such a hard time letting go of the slow one because I've identified myself as the person who rides that vehicle. And it's like, there's this sense of now, how do I adjust? How do I shift? Um, and I, I just think God has got to look at us every once in a while and be like, do you know, I'm sending you a Lamborghini right now? Do you know how fast (laughs) that acceleration is? But you want to keep driving your Honda. Yeah. Okay. Be my guest. I
0: mean, you could walk. <laughs> yes. You could walk to Seattle from Miami. That's absolutely an option. <laughs> yep. We However, know that because
1: Forrest Gump did
0: it. <laughs> exactly. So, so I want to talk about the, the cycles, the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you imagine some of you have a green thumb on our audience, some of you have gardens. Some of you have, flams. I have
1: a brown thumb. I kill every plant that I, oh, plant.
0: cancel, cut, clear, delete,
1: cancel, cut, clear, delete.
0: No, I don't claim that for you. <laughs> So if you, if you notice, let's, let's just, you know what you do well, though, you birth children. Let's, let's take that analogy. When you and Steven have decided to have a child, this is not barring any incomplete pregnancies. We, you know, we don't, we're not talking about that specific thing, but when you guys decided to get pregnant, there was a time to plant.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Planting (laughs) is fun. That's right. Planting is very fun. and then fertilize the egg as it were. Right. And Mm -hmm. once that happened, Steven's job was done. Mm -hmm. Right. So at that point, you, as the womb, as the, 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 uh, environment in which this new life was about to take place, you had to clear all the spaces that would get in the way. Right. So that means Eliminate the junk food and now we're eating healthy stuff. And now I have my magnesium supplement and now I'm uh, doing folic acid and now I'm doing this and now I'm all you you cleared out all the things that would be damaging or. Dude, you
1: were a much better womb than me because I legit remember one pregnancy where I ate an ice cream sandwich every day. Well, you know, that's (laughs) calcium, baby. That's all right. (laughs) And then there was another one where I craved hamburgers. Like I'm not a hamburger person. Iron,
0: baby. That's just red meat is iron. Okay. I will dress it up, but you see what I'm saying? Like there's a, there's a season for planting. There's mm-hmm. a season for, for planning the vision, right? So there's this planning yeah. of the vision. Then there's you planting the vision, but once you plant that seed, you have to protect it. So you're clearing mm-hmm. weeds and you're, and you're watering it and you're et cetera, et cetera. So th- that's what we do with our goals too. And in a very natural way, I'm not, ex- I'm not teaching you anything. I'm, I'm describing what we already naturally do.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: once that the, um, once you've gotten to a certain point, like for some people it's after the, the first trimester, for some people it's after the second trimester, then you start announcing the pregnancy. Then you mm-hmm. start telling people, then you start planning for the, for the baby uh, shower. And then you start packing the, the, the bag that you're going to take to the hospital or to the birthing center or whatever the case may be, right? And so after you've done all that visioning, that planning and that planting and that clearing, then you start gathering, <laughs> Right, like all the resources that you're going to need in order to actually make yeah. this thing happen. If you know that you are planning to have a full roster of clients, and that means 10 people for, for some of you, for some of you in your group program, you may want 300 people. I don't know. But if you know what, what a full um, result of your vision is, then you start planning for that and you start gathering your resources so that there's a place for the blessing to land. And
1: then mm-hmm. you
0: start talking it up then you start uh, you know, putting those resources in place and gathering your resources and putting those pieces into place and then announcing mm-hmm. <laughs> what your goal is for some of you that's launching, promoting, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. And then eventually you start receiving the results of all of these, this work that you've done. There's like eight phases of manifestation, planning, planting, right? Clearing, mm-hmm. then there's gathering and seeing and then leading, doing, and uh, uh, uh and using and using the using is the negotiation the the talking about it etc etc and the harvesting of it so when you go through all of those um phases you understand just like I said that uh Stephen's job was done when you first got pregnant and mm-hmm. his wasn't didn't come until then then he the masculine energy wasn't necessary until afterwards right not even when you were giving birth like he you needed more help you, you can push by yourself. Sure, you can have, you just cheer cheerleader and somebody holding your hand and bringing you ice chips and blah, blah, blah. But really what I need is once I bring the baby home, I need you to get me these diapers. I need you to help me with the bathing of them. I need you to hand me this bottle. I need you, right? And then that's yep. how the masculine is useful. But there's a feminine phase of manifestation that is hidden, that is under the radar. Mm-hmm. This is when you don't talk about your goals. That just like when you don't announce your pregnancy until you're good and ready. Because you're busy cooking it. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you understand the nature of, of balancing and integrating the masculine and the feminine energies in your goal achievement, then when somebody's talking it up, you're like, okay, well, listen, they're in the talking phase. I am yeah. in the cooking stage. So you don't yeah. have to compare yourself. In fact, you don't want to, because you understand phases and you understand mm-hmm. your cycle and you respect the, the phase of life and the phase of production and the phase of achievement that you're in. Does
1: that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally makes sense so I have had the interesting experience of being a, um, progressive goal hitter, then a progressive, like can constantly missing goals for a good 10 years of my life. Couldn't Mm -hmm. seem to make a goal happen at all. And then figuring it back out again. Mm -hmm. And, um, that experience was, I think a really good one for me. So when I was in high school, I think both of us were this way in high school. We were kind of both high achievers, you know, like, we know how to get the A, we know how to take the test. We know how to write the paper. We know how to get it done. Mm -hmm. And then when I stepped into entrepreneurship, it was the first time in my life I'd ever been bad at something like Mm -hmm. legitimately bad. I could not figure out this thing called business. Mm -hmm. Couldn't figure out this thing called sales. Like it just all seemed there was not a clear path to the A that Mm -hmm. I could see. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was, I was lacking a ton of education. Um, I didn't know how to think like a, business owner. There's a lot of reasons why, but I struggled for a good decade, good Mm -hmm. decade of struggling. Mm -hmm. And then finally it started to click for me, but during that time of persistently and consistently missing goals, what I found was my brain was embracing and accepting missing goals as reality and truth. And so I would miss a goal and it was almost like my brain was like, well, yeah, that's what we expected to happen. So, of yeah. course. Yeah. And I would I would I lost all sense of disappointment in missing goals and just like accepted it. Just, yeah. you know, accepted it. My goals at that time felt like wishes. Yeah. Um and I probably was during that phase in one of your modes. That's just like, I, like I just needed, maybe I just needed time to germinate. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I needed, I needed to be fed by the air and the soil and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't quite ready yet. Yes. And that's fine. Um, but when I shifted back into consistently achieving my goals, I kind of noticed a little bit of a formula of not, not necessarily formula, but like the recipe of things that I needed to have in place. Mm -hmm. So one of those things was that I really needed, um, and I, I actually came up with an acronym for this, but then I was so excited because it was the first acronym I'd ever come up with. But then later I was like, this is actually a pretty bad acronym, but it's called, I call it traps. <laughs> so, cause there you have it. So the first thing was tracking. So like Monica, when you and I did our 75 hard ish, mm-hmm. a big part of that was like, actually tracking each of the pieces that you did that day. So yeah. When I am working towards a goal, like right now, um, you know, I've got a couple, I I would say I have three main goals right now. One of them is to get my book finished. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a Mac. It's a micro goal along a path of, I want to be a best-selling author and I want my books to get made into movies. So that's one Mm -hmm. goal. Another one is I want to work half as much and make twice as much. Mm -hmm. And I'm close. I'm at the half as much part, but making the same. So by the end of the year, I think we'll be there. And the third is I really want to lake house. So those are my three Mm. goals that are feeling very aligned for me right now. Mm -hmm. So in each of those, if like, I haven't been tracking my word count per day and guess what? It's been down when I actually count, you know, I keep track of how many words I've written per week. It pulls me towards the goal that I've set. Um, you know, with, uh, with the lake house. Um, I need to actually figure out what is going to be required for me to get a mortgage on a second house. Mm-hmm. And then I need to start tracking those metrics. I, maybe I call tomorrow and they're like, you're good to go. Maybe they're like, this is where you need to be, but I need to track those metrics in order to get there. So that's the first part. The R of traps is now um, routine. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest killer of so many goals that we don't allow ourselves to establish a routine where it's doable. Yeah. So, my routine for writing over the last six months has been I'll wake up at five and write for an hour but it's, it doesn't work for me. Like I'm, I, first of all, some mornings I wake up and I'm ready to write and other mornings I wake up and I'm still tired Mm -hmm. and only writing for an hour I, I'm like, spend the first 30 minutes figuring out what was I, what was I writing about yesterday and getting into the emotional flow of it. And then I start to flow and then I'm like done. So instead I'm shifting my routine and I'm writing, um, full days twice a week instead of little Mm -hmm. bits here and there. And it's that flow is feeling so much better for me. So do you have a routine that actually supports you getting what you want? Um, if you're going to work out when what's the flow of that? the third piece is accountability. That's the A. So, um,
0: not by the middle of it. What was that? I said, I love how it's smack in the middle of the acronym.
1: Yeah. We need accountability because we're just wired to perform better when somebody else is watching. That's right. It's very human nature. Um, so after accountability, the next one that we have is project and perfect. So let's be honest that literally every time you try to do something, it is a hypothesis. (laughs) It is your best guess at how it's going to go down, but until you actually put it out there, you don't know. So like when I, um, write, finish this draft, it is a hypothesis that it's good. Right, Mm -hmm. but I don't actually know until I get it in front of some beta readers. I get it in front of my editor and then I will perfect where, and I know that it's the book has some issues right now. I know it does. I know my editor is gonna send it back and it's gonna be covered in track changes. And it's gonna be like bleeding from all the lines. And I can look at that and I can say that's a fail or I can look at it and I can say, okay, I projected. Now I'm going to perfect. That's a natural part of the phase. So with my goal of, you know, this year working half as much, making twice as much the month of January is when I set that goal and the month of January was a hot mess. We had a huge marketing fail, um, which then meant we didn't have enough people at our event, which then meant I did not hit my sales goal. So I started off the year with my new whole new sales strategy and system not working. Mm. So I can look at that and say, fail. And then that gives my brain evidence that, okay, we missed the goal. So, you know, we feel like a failure and now we're going to project that forward into what we do next. Or mm-hmm. I can look at that and say, all right, learned. I learned what mess, what marketing messages does not attract people to my events. <laughs> so yeah. then the next month it was like, all right, now we're going to work on the messaging. We got the messaging right in February. So then we turned the ads back on in March, but then we learned that our sales process didn't hold up with clients cold traffic the same way it did with warm. And so every step along the way, we're having an opportunity to project what we think will happen, see what actually happens and perfect the process. And if we just embrace that, like, I don't get sad about things not working. I don't get sad about setbacks because it's just an, in my brain, it is a normal part of the process where I used to have a long recovery time. Every time I experienced disappointment, Mm -hmm. it would like take me weeks, months, sometimes to get myself back in the game. And then the S the final S is share. We, I don't think we share our goals enough. And I, I totally get where you're coming from, where there's that phase that you don't share because you're still trying to like wrap your mind around. Is this really what I want? Like Mm -hmm. I, I always talk about the seed of desire. Like I plant the seed of desire and I see if it grows, do I still want it? after, you know, that initial season of, you know, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to have a swimming pool in my backyard. And then, you know, like three weeks later, I'm like, no, I'm good. So (laughs) does it grow or does it diminish? But once it grows, I really think we can do a better job at sharing, sharing the journey, sharing the progress, sharing the highs, sharing the lows, sharing the ups and the downs, because there is a magical person out there that can make everything you want happen faster e- and easier. But how will they ever know <laughs> if you're not sharing? Mm-hmm. So I promise you, there is somebody out there that could get my book on Oprah's book club or um, yeah. Reese Witherspoon's book club. There's somebody out there who could do it. And if I never state that that's what I want, mm-hmm. how is the universe gonna send me that person? That's right there's somebody out there today that knows somebody who owns a house on the lake that I want to buy a house on mm-hmm. and, um, knows that they want to sell and they don't want to go through the hassle and could connect me there. Mm-hmm. But if I don't ever share that, that's what I want. I'm not setting myself up for being able to have the acceleration of the yeah. goal come through yeah. anything beyond just my own efforts. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. Okay. So tracking the TRAPS tracking stands for tracking
1: routine, mm-hmm. accountability. Yep, project and perfect is the P. Project
0: and perfect. Oh, I like it. And then share, and then share. Yeah, I like that. You know why? I, uh, the the ones in the middle, accountability, and then project and perfect, are my favorite ones because um, sometimes that, that these are the places where we get stuck in our mm-hmm. achievement process. Um, when you are being witnessed in your process you are more likely to stay the course to stick mm-hmm. with it and to finish it and then the project and perfect uh you know sometimes when we're when the process is not moving fast enough for our dopamine addiction <laughs> yeah. we need quick wins and if we don't have quick wins then it's like ah just forget it you know um, and so these are the places where we are likely to get stuck. And so when you already plan for that, just like I said, plan for the divorce at the honeymoon stage, when you already plan yeah. for that and you're like, here's who I'm going to have as my accountability partner. Here are the metrics that I'm going to use for, for how I'm making progress. And here's how I'm going to interrupt or pivot. If I'm not, then by the time that you do hit a hard spot, you don't get discouraged because you
1: already saw it coming. Yeah, it's, it's part of the plan. Um, and I, I really think paying attention to your recovery time is an important part of achievement. I'm not saying I don't experience disappointment. Trust me in the month of January, when I had budgeted $12,000 to spend on ads and thought we were going to get a thousand leads. And I spent 4,000 and got 30 leads. Mm -hmm. I was disappointed, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not saying I wasn't disappointed, but then you get to choose what you do with that. Do you let that disappointment turn into doubt And do you let that doubt turn into a sense of failure? And do you attach that failure to who you are? Or do you look at that and say, oh, that really sucked and process the emotion of it. Like go through it, feel it, experience it, let it all move through. And then once you feel like you have released, then you can come back and say, okay, so what's the lesson to learn? So my lesson was in January that my messaging was wrong. It was not landing with people. And we changed the messaging. We did the tweaks. We perfected it. And then we launched again in February to our warm audience, found that it worked really well. And then we launched it again to cold audience. And then we realized the next piece that needed to be tweaked our sales Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And then we worked on training on that. And and it's just like dialed everything in until the point where you go, it's working. And now we can scale it up. But I think too many people look at their goal and they hit that first fail. The first time it doesn't work. And Mm -hmm. they're just like, oh, well, tried it. Doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah you going to have to try to get there a different way instead yeah. of sticking with it and perfecting it. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right, party friends. What are your goals? We want to hear from you. What are you working on achieving? Monica, actually, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you that question because I said my top three goals right now. What are some mm-hmm. of your top goals you're working on?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one of mine is also to get our book published. <laughs> mm-hmm. When Women Lead is out and soon in a, a bookstore near you. Uh, That's one of mine. And um, the next one is to, I'm actually like reorganizing when uh, uh, Women, Wealth and Worthiness. And so Mm -hmm. that's going to be launched um, this summer as well. And I'm looking forward to the hybrid of it which is there's a part that's just the curriculum to be consumed on demand. And then there's a the live portion of it, which is the coaching and the mm-hmm. accountability and the community aspect of it. So um, those are two of the biggest ones that I'm focused on this year. And then a personal one is um, I'm looking forward to 18%
1: body fat on this little vehicle that God entrusted me with, honey. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome we want to hear from you. What are your goals? Leave us a comment, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought of this episode and share with us what you're working on. Cause Hey, we got to keep each other accountable Mm -hmm. and we so appreciate you and hope that you'll reach out and connect with us. I'm on Instagram at Amy Walker coach.
0: And I am at Monica Ogando.
1: Thank you all so much for being here with us. We cannot wait to see you back for the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon.